We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I got that as a gift. It was Black Panther night. I can oh, tell. Shoot. Yeah, you see the thing around his neck over there. Yeah. I randomly collect bobbleheads and Funko Pops. Nice. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was looking. At, I was looking at these. Two it, it started. <laughs> Yo, I didn't the, even notice. It started with this one. I got this. The one best first. wrestler of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's my guy. If anyone, he looks. Seen, so, he looks you know. like a bato. I didn't know. So yo, I I got this first, and I kind of just like took a picture of it and posted it on my Instagram one day. Ooh. And then mad fans are like, yo, you're into Funko Pops? I was like, not really. I kind of just got it because it's Stone Cold. And then the rest of these all got sent to me. Oh, dope. Oh, that cool. is my nephew dope. collects these things. Yeah, that's so dope. they tell me to, like, keep them in the plastic and shit. I'm like, nah, man, it's cool. I'm not trying to resell yeah. them. I Bro, get them I'm not a, a collector. Kid, yeah. You know? I'm not a collector. So I figured, why not just have them over here, a little display. And uh, So they have no Marvel characters? I think I think they do. Okay, because I see the Joker and the Flash, but I see uh, no... Wolverine. I would assume that they do. I would and hope that's, so. That's to- Remember, I was on your show, and we were talking yeah. about the Smasher Pass thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Said I, no, I, I clearly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. That's the one right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's the right. one. You guys passed on her? No, I didn't pass on her. Oh. No, no. He, oh, I did. Yeah, I'm no, no. always taking the ring. Bro. Yeah, he he brought. <laughs> but I was, oh. It was about. It was about getting. Oh, the she ring. was your Smasher. Pa- oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant that you guys were talking. Yo, Smasher Pass, and then no, Smasher. Now we haven't had about the ring. Smasher, take the money or your. We haven't had that. You always got to take the championship ring. Conversation. Anybody doesn't take the championship ring is a fake fan. Yeah, I talked about that all on my show too. After shortly after I came on yours, and it was a uh, it was a good time, man. I enjoyed that conversation. <laughs> that was with fun, you guys. man. Yeah. The boys are here. Purple cups and champagne <laughs> in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Fresh off a Vegas trip. Yes, sir. Right. Uh, Thanks I'd to like this guy. To see so. All the limbs are intact. Not the livers. I don't want to see alcohol for like a month, man. Me either. I want to drink it. Yeah, there was a. Point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a point that I looked at you. I was like, "Did you drink any water today?" Any <laughs> <laughs> responsible guys? Responsible. It was from the ice, bro. Dude, that happened to me when it. I was in Scottsdale for a bachelor party recently, last right. month, and it was 
I mean, you guys probably experienced that heat in Vegas too. It's Bro, the desert. Shit was awful. So the the first day I got crazy dehydrated, man. I got there right away at like nine in the morning. We were drinking. Before I know it, I'm looking at the time. It's one o'clock. I'm like, yo, there's no way I can make it the rest of the day. Went yeah, to bed, man. woke up. I was still just out of it, uh -huh. completely out of it. Went to get dinner and I couldn't eat. I was like, yo, I feel like the next thing I eat, I'm going to just throw up. I felt so nauseous. Damn, bro, you went hard. Yeah, Pause. I went crazy hard. Because I don't really drink like that. Like on weekdays and shit and weekends, even back home, like here, yeah. I don't. I'd rather wait until I go somewhere. Right, 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 and right. And then right. live it up. I, I, I guess I'm not an at home drunker. Like, I'm surprised. No, I sip at home. Like, I do sip bourbon probably every day. I start really? my day off with a little bit of bourbon. <laughs> a little Hold bit on, of a like you start the day. Exactly. You start the day off? Well, yeah, I would say like around 10 a.m. Who Nothing crazy you, out of this world. Who hurts? <laughs> <laughs> feels attacked. I see it in his eyes, man. I'm like, wait, is it bad to drink bourbon every day? Damn. You don't realize it until you start talking about it. Like, yo, you're drinking every day, man. That's not oh, the good Try thing. orange juice tomorrow morning. <laughs> With the bourbon? Out. There's no traffic. No, no, no. Not, not the chase. Just, just try, just, I was saying, I drink a neat. Do, do, do a shot of uh, OJ. Instead. <laughs> you know, instead, instead yeah. you know? Maybe I should try that. Was that the first time you guys went out there? Nah, that's like my fifth time probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was technically my first I mean, time. I'm proud of it. Very yeah. good. Very He's good. always out there, bro. Yeah, nah. I, Heavy gambler. I finally felt my age though. Just laid out on the table. That. Like your as age far as there? as far as like drinking and just going out and stuff like that. We had a, we had a buddy of ours. He was he was saying, oh, I don't even. We don't even need a room for me. I'm just gonna be there for a day. I don't plan on sleeping. Who was the first one knocked out? <laughs> and we we had to like first, I had to check a pulse first. And then second, I had to make sure, That's like, hilarious. I was like, yo, you know, we're going to go out, like, in 10 minutes. we got to be at this club by a certain time. He was not ready, And no. he was just, he was, he was ready. Like, you you have went out to your, your meeting. Right? Yeah. And he was just, like, he was just answering me in caveman the whole time, like, huh? <laughs> well, yo, there's always, there's yeah. always one friend that tries to be way cooler and doesn't, oh, I don't need to sleep. And you're like, bro, you need to sleep. Yeah. Right? Yes. Especially when you're out at there. At 37, the you need to sleep. No. Yeah. Ask these guys. I'm the uncoolest friend, bro. Yeah. I kept saying, yo, I need rest. I need rest. The first yeah. night we well, got true, there. Yeah. Bro, I sleep. As much as I can. Like, I've never felt more relaxed coming back from a trip than I did on this bachelor party that I came back from. I was sleeping a lot, like 10, 11 hours. Nah, your body tells you what you need. No. Yeah, For real. Man. Like, And then you guys were talking before we started recording about the turbulence you guys hit. Yeah, we almost died twice. Yeah, I... <laughs> no one's going to tell me that. It was coming back or going? Both times, huh? Both times? First of all, when we were landing, getting over there... Yo, it felt like we were in monster trucks. It was just like... That's when I text everybody like, yo, uh, it's been swell knowing you guys. We're definitely not going to make it to the ground. I didn't have service. So when we finally landed, I got that text that says, yo, we're not going to make it. I was kind of like, no, we're good. After we made it. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, we made it. Just wanted to make sure everybody got the group message. That would be my last text. Yeah. Just in case. Damn, he saw it coming. Oh, man. He called me and he goes... Uh, yo, we're probably gonna die on this flight, and I'm like, I don't need to hear this right now. You know what I mean? He's like, there's no reason the captain went up to first class, went up to the middle, and they came to the back and just said, "Hey guys, we're gonna experience turbulence like all the way." Like, you know, and he gave like a little, like, a little speech. Yeah, kind of weird. And he was too chipper about it. Yeah. So I'm like, this guy definitely is gonna kill himself. He looked like, we're on this plane. Bro. He looked like he hasn't slept in days. He looked like he was actually in Vegas. Hey, yeah. <laughs> about to operate this uh this airplane, you know? So, but we made yo, it. You know? My my friends get so mad at me because I sleep on any flight like if it's that's the right I, thing to do i, I don't know what yeah. i flew to toronto one time for ovo fest and i fell asleep but it's like a 50 minute flight yeah my boy joe was like yo how do you do that bro he was angry at me he's like how so i know you sleep i'm with you man that's my god-given talent to fall asleep on, fall asleep on a flight. Yeah. yo yeah. me too man that's me why too. i was tight the first day because i didn't sleep 
Yeah. Going, I was Bro, knocked I out. I slept the whole way going. I slept when That's I got amazing. there, That's too. Amazing. Like, yeah. So, yo, the when we were coming back, I was sitting next to him, and we the turbulence we hit, bro, like, the plane was free-falling. That's how it felt. And it felt like That's the... That's scary. Like, the sails underneath me went. You know That's what I mean? Like, like, you're a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. So, yo, when that happened, I just dead dead sleep, just woke up. I go to my boy, I go, all right, start praying. <laughs> and at that yep. point, everyone's going, huh, huh. I'm like, yo, uh, what, what are you going to do? What are we going to do? Right, We're Pisces, do? bro. We know that death is coming. It, we got to take it. It is what it is, right? <laughs> Quick prayer, my soul is good. <laughs> I got to think, like, one of my friends is like, yo, I'm going to get first class. I was like, why? Plane goes down, God forbid. We all done. Don't matter what. That's class, a fact, man. <laughs> He's going to go down and come like, He's like, I'm trying nah, to. That was my reason. Why I was never He's like, nah. Class. Nah, he was like, yo, I want to get first class. I'm like, bro, plane goes down, God forbid. It's a wrap. You know, people want to enjoy their flights. <laughs> more reason than that, like man dark. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm going out. Nah, going you're out. just saying, yo, the only reason I'm taking this flight is point A to point B, man. That's it, man. Get there safe, you know? Hey, uh, tell the people a little bit about your show, man. Because I, I was talking about it when I was on, after I came on your show. Yeah. I just uh, promoted it and whatnot. And appreciate I, that. And I had a great time. I, I really don't do a lot of other shows. So we have mutual friends. Our, our, our friend Steph, who's been Shout on your show. He's been on here a bunch it's of my times. my guy. Love a boy. Uh, tell, tell the people a little bit about what this show is about. Well, before you guys uh, start, I just want to say, we usually start our show off with uh, popping uh, a bottle of champagne. Champagne! And we know you have, like, this whole, you're about to go to Vegas and, and whatnot, yeah. so. we want Oh, to he, hasn't, he hasn't broken the silence yet, bro. He did say, he, he did say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, said, yeah. yo, we're going to well, Vegas. everyone has seen it. Everyone has seen it on social media, too. This All is the right. first pod that I'm actually doing, because everything else is pre-recorded. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. Nah, my job is to make Joshua uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I did so that on purpose. Uh, don't do that, man. He got the meth hat on. He yeah. You're right. <laughs> I support the brand, though. Yeah, what up? yeah yes, that's a fact. Right, Veterans that's minimum. Fact. You know what's up. I could have saved some money on the shipping if I knew that we were going to connect. <laughs> 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 I could have kept that extra $6 for this yeah. fucking move. That I'm <laughs> but I appreciate it. Yeah, no, so we wanted yeah. to bring you a little gift, you know. Yeah. Shandong. There you go. Uh, I don't know how to pop this, so I don't want to embarrass mm. it. If you want, I'm, I'm the, yeah, I'm the, the resident bottle popper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While you're doing that, tell the people a little bit about what uh, Purple Cups and Champagne is about. Well, you see it on the on the brand. Yeah. Hello. Well, well, you know, one of the first people to come to the show and bearing gifts, and I don't say no to things that are for free. So nah, bro. <laughs> I'm in. You supported us. I'm we in. support you. It's, it's, it's all love, always. Um, And that's actually how the show started. The show started... With me seeing my cousin being a bum, our younger cousin, um, and I was like, yo, I got to do something where we all get together. And at first, it was like a mastermind. Is this the younger cousin? No, no, no. You crazy? <laughs> this is the least bummy person I know in my life, bro. This is the only guy that was clocking six figures in ninth grade. All right. So <laughs> let's Close. just get the facts straight. Close. Close. There you go. Hey. Ooh. Nice, nice, man. Um, but nah, he just turned 30. He's Stefano's best friend. Um, his name is Diego. <laughs> Oh, I Jesus. cannot believe you. Hear him out, baby. Hear him yeah. out. Yeah. Diego Martinez. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, man. You know, so we started that, and then when we were doing it, purple was my favorite color. I was bringing purple cups and champagne to start off every mastermind meeting. Um, and while we were talking, I was just like, it kept hitting me like, bro, we can actually turn this into like a YouTube show. Mm. This could be like a podcast. We, that was then, that was like 2015. 2016, we're at a Friendsgiving with my cousin Johnny, who no longer exists, and we were at his crib, all of us just... Johnny's not dead, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> Johnny's alive. No, no, just I to me. I didn't want to make a comment. Just yeah, he's just okay. not. Yeah. He's very alive, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very alive outside of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mentioned it to the guys, because we're all together, all the boys, blah, blah, blah. it's like 12 of us there, and no one listened. And then one day in January, I guess, Chetty listened, but he didn't tell me he was listening. He calls me out of nowhere like, 
yo, that podcast idea you were talking about? Yo, we could definitely do this. Thought I was putting pieces together and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, we could. Long story short, my birthday, March 5th, uh, 2017, we're bowling. These guys took me out to bowl. And I said, yo, March 9th, Biggie's 20-year anniversary. Uh, first episode, we're doing it at Jig's Crib. Whoever wants to show up, show up. And everybody came through. And then after that, Chetty just took the reins, right? Because I, I, I'm good on mic. I'm good on camera. I'm not good setting shit up. I don't like doing topics, none of that stuff. But Chetty's very uh, articulate, right? Like, he's very meticulous. I'm sorry, meticulous with his stuff. So I knew right there, I'm like, yo, the only guy that's going to be a sucker and actually take over this shit <laughs> would be Chetty. And he was like, take all sure. the blame. Well, he likes I, control. So he yeah. likes to control the topics. Nah, that's interesting, though, because when I came on your show, he sent me all the topics. And, like, for me, I, I rarely prepare for things. Like, I like pressing record. And then, yeah, we were talking about that, too, on your show. So having that, like, when I have people on, they have an idea what we're going to talk about. But I don't know. You might say something interesting that takes the conversation a different way. I don't want to ignore that because that's the best part about oh, having these conversations. So yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I yeah. relate to that and what, what he was doing. We don't, like, stick to it either, right? Like, if something comes up in between, we roll with it. Right. Right? Like, but we're it, good at that. But it's definitely helpful, obviously, but to have some kind of, like, what? structure to or some well, yeah, kind of you, idea where you're going to go into yeah, talking about. Yeah, it's also respectful for your guests if you have some, like, Absolutely. research about them. Also, you don't want to go in there, like, completely cold turkey. Yeah. It's not a good look. I mean, it keeps us all accountable as well. Right. You know what I mean? It's like we, we, we pretty much feed off of one another, right? Without Chetty doing what he does, a lot of times we won't even have a reason to get together. Mm. Like, the reason for the show was to get, we got older. Everybody started going their separate ways. I wanted a way for all of us to at least link once a month. That's all we wanted. We weren't trying to go for once a week. It was like once a month, get together. Um, and it was that for like the first three years of it until the pandemic hit. Then fresh out the pandemic, we, uh, Chetty's boys had a studio and the rest is history. Us three just showed up every week, in and out. You know, we'd, we'd invite some of the other guys who are still part of the show, you know, obviously. But we are the main core. Right? Yeah. So we're the only ones that really get to it weekly it's not easy you should know it's not easy it it ain't easy bro yeah Yeah, a lot of people think it's like oh i could do a podcast i'm like yeah you could you easily could (laughs) but you won't because you're gonna realize consistency 100 yeah yeah so i i like what you guys do it's fun the conversations are wild that's my perspective (laughs) i don't know their perspective yeah no i i I feel like you're accurate yeah exactly like uh yeah uh, it was hard trying to get 12 different you know characters (laughs) like schedules just to get on board to be like hey okay we're gonna on this friday or this thursday we're gonna shoot you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's just i mean and we're all nice very different have. yeah we're everybody's very, different. You know, everybody some guys work nights days you know so uh bro 12 and, people to we can't even book our fantasy draft yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't even, we don't even know yeah, we say yeah. the season starts trust, in two weeks we trust. have no idea what our draft nah, bro. <laughs> this is a labor of love though it really is yeah. you know what i mean it's like we, he said it last week you were saying it's therapeutic Right, like even 100%. when when we have a while where we're not together, and we finally get back together, just us three, right? Like no guests or anything like that. We get to like just part. It's always a fun night. Like people see the one and a half hour of it. That's really a seven hour night. Yeah, yeah. As much yeah. as he yeah. needs to get back to take care of his kid, yeah. and he needs to get back on the computer to finish work, man. we sacrifice it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, you have to. You, I mean, you absolutely have to. And it's just, it's uh. It's interesting because I feel like I learn a lot about my friends when they sit across the table from me. For as many years as I know a lot of them, when they come on, it's like a completely different perspective. <laughs> it's interesting. It's true, though. It's very true. Not, not everyone has the same approach, I guess, to even 
I, you can see a lot of things. You can see someone's, like you said before, preparation, uh, even confidence that they have in, in speaking. Some people are not actually even built for this this kind of stuff. You talking about Fahid? Yeah, he's the guy. Oh, Everyone okay. has their role, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He gets a little nervous in front of no. the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the coolest thing, I think, as well, is like the journey that we, we, we've been through to get to this point. We've, got, we've changed so much. I remember like early on, we were doing like this whole, at the end of the episodes, we were having everyone go like around the table and play music, like their favorite song of the day or the week. That was an ill segment, Until bro. the RZA uh, shut that down. <laughs> really? Yeah. We got flagged. No yeah, we got flagged. Uh, somebody played from, ice cream. And from that was somebody who samples music all day, man. No. Seriously. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, I, hate it, I hate it had to be RZA, but yeah, you know. it's okay. That's no, like, bro, that happened on it's one the Wu-Tang Forever. That happened one of my videos, and it was my friend that made the beat. Wow. So what wow. happened? It got like flagged. All because it's already in the system. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yo, okay. I had to send so many emails. And then he had to send an email. I was like, yo, this, this okay. whole YouTube channel, like, is cool. You don't need to wow. worry about flagging it. Wow. And now he just basically makes music for the show and all the videos that I post. So it's like, well, that's dope. Mm, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a good way to have. That's good friends to have, bro. For sure. For sure. For sure. Especially people that, that believe in your dream. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it is. Like, we all just believe in each other's dream in this, right? Like, Chetty has his own purposes for why he thinks his show's going to go somewhere. Josh has his own purposes. I have my own purposes. We all have our own talents, right? But to be able to bring that together, especially like we said, weekly, bi-weekly, whatever, it's, it's work, man. That's a sacrifice I was talking about before. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, e- but because we believe in the show and, and because we're here to support each other's dreams as well, because yeah. it matters as much as our dreams, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I feel like there's no way I could let this dude down. Like sports, man. Sports yeah, are just yeah. like that. Like, you can't <laughs> let, I can't let my teammate down more than I can let myself down. That hurts me more to see someone depend on me and me to let them down. At the end of the day, you're doing something that you love with your buddies. You know what I mean? You can't, you know, it's priceless time. You know what I mean? So, Nah, cheers to that, guys. Yeah, cheers to that, man. Cheers, for sure. I appreciate you guys just playing. Thanks for having us, brother. New Endeavor. New Endeavor. The Vegas Bandit. As far as not letting your teammates down, this is fine. I mean, we're about 20 minutes in, and I haven't even uh, pitched the idea of what we're going to be talking about. Talk to us. Why I like sometimes just press and record. Uh, The idea of uh, letting your teammates down, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about Derek Jeter. Uh, Oftentimes, didn't let his teammates (laughs) down. And I want to talk about the Captain series. I've been posting about how many people have watched the Captain. Overwhelming response has been yes, both on uh, the show feed and my feed. And we got three Met fans and a Yankee fan. Now, I'm I'm pro Derek Jeter. I've always been. I think he's like might have invented swag in a way, like <laughs> this dude, like in in a public way, like in a sports way. I think he's a guy that really laid the blueprint for that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But if you haven't seen this series, it's on ESPN. Uh, Awesome. Also, yeah, it was tremendous. If you watched The Last Dance, (laughs) it's basically the same thing. It's just covering Derek Jeter. And also, I don't know how you guys feel, so I would like to hear your response on this one. How long, what's the appropriate time you give people before you can spoil something? It's been two weeks since it's aired. (laughs) So I don't want to hear like, oh, spoilers. Like, nah, bro. Nowadays nah. with the streaming. This guy's nah. a Game of Thrones freak, bro. You got you got two weeks. That's a good point. I am a Game of Thrones freak. <laughs> but if I you... had someone tell me Game of Thrones in a haircut. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get back to it another time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're talking about spoilers, bro. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I don't do is I never even say if I like an episode or not. Right? 
because I don't like to even spoil it with the emotion of, oh, this is a cool episode or not. So, yes, even then I protect people's, you know, right to view or whatever. Like, I think I did surprise it after, after night one. I was like, you guys got to watch this. And that, maybe not to these guys because they're Mets fans, but, like, people that I know that just would watch it. Yeah, or Yankee fans. But, but would you oh, spoil you it? Watch yeah. this. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't well, spoil when it. you mentioned that, I told you I'd already seen it. And it was because of my brother-in-law. Like, yeah. right, I'm actually anti-Jeter. Right? Like, I don't find anything cool about him. Never did. I think he's a very regular player that, you know, because of longevity and because he's always there, got a lot of praise. Could be wrong. But my brother-in-law, who I, t- I told you earlier, he's been a Yankees fan since Thurman Munson, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's the one that sat me down. He's like, oh, let's watch this. I hate telling him no. You know, he's kind of like a father figure in my life. He's been in my life since I was four and he was 19. You know what I mean? Um, what I know about, like, film and stuff like that is because of him. So it, was, it wasn't even like a sports thing, I guess, for him. It was more like, yo, Like bonding. This. Yes. Right, right, right. And we're watching, and I'm like, damn, I think I like this guy. <laughs> it, was, well, it, was, it was shot really well. Like, nah, it was, but it was, yeah. The story. It was, obviously, yeah. Of course. But just, it was more so learning about how he started, right? That shit to me, and especially when they started talking about the, the people that doubted him because he was lanky and where he was coming from and all that stuff and how he said, nah, I'm going to be this and really stuck to it and then ends up on his grandma's favorite team. Like, it's, you could say it's destiny, right? But to, once you see this story and how he really just put his fucking foot down. Wait, can I cuss on this show? Yeah. All right, cool. He really put his effing foot down and <sighs> went for it, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, I hurt myself. <laughs> um it really changed my perspective. And then you start watching more of it in terms of what he did as a leader. It was like, damn, all right, I hate him less now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the best you can give him. I went from a, I went from a 10 to like an 8. <laughs> nah. Yeah, maybe like a 7.1. Like a 7.1. Yo, right. qu- question for you, man, as a Yankee fan, because I feel like one thing that was really interesting about Jeter and uh, one of the things that was a revelation was how much you learned about the dude. Yeah, I and, agree. Because there was so much about Jeter... That, like, there was so much speculation about him, right? He was very private. Well, I was going to say, I don't want to cut you off, but that was one thing that I always admired about Jeter. Yeah. If there was one thing I gave him, bro, he wasn't sloppy in the streets. You didn't know who he was dating. When you found out he was dating, they got cut off. Yeah. Like, that shit, to me, he really handled, he really took that that Yankee pride, right? That gentleman shit that they always talk yeah, about yeah. to the next level. Like, he exemplified why they gave him a single-digit number. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing I learned just throughout life watching Teddy, it. And then Teddy, Teddy, right now. No, not that. Don't I, cry, I, needed, I needed names. I needed names of some of the girls that he was <laughs> <laughs> Diamond, right? The baseball diamond? Nah, he took one of my I favorite po- ones. I posted that diamond before, and it was like, Gabriel Union was on I it. I mean, like, bro. Mika Kelly was on it. Like, that, that's that's my girl, man. Yeah. I, well, he took he, her, bro. When he hit 3,000, she was in the stands. That was yeah. his girl. It, um, so, and it was cool to see, like, his current wife who was talking about, you know, um, all the stuff that he went through at the end of his career. But um, that's something more I would want to see. Just kind of more of like, I know he wouldn't give names, but kind of like, you know, I know they did the whole gift basket thing. That was right. funny. And he completely denied that. Yeah. But I don't know, man. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Which is in his character. Why would he admit it? Exactly. It's his character. Incredible. He's continuing that yeah, whole I mean, keep it, yeah. you know, close you know, to the vest. I would I would have liked him to see him do the whole little like, you know, I was young. I would have been cool with that. You know what I mean? Because... When you're young, you do you know mm. do those type of things. You know what I mean. So I would have been all right with that. But um, dude, yeah. I've always I've always said that it's the wildest thing that we hold some decisions that some athletes make so against them when they're 21, 22. Yeah. Think about some of the upbringings mm-hmm. for some of these athletes. They got nothing, bro. Mm-hmm. Like at all. 
and then they get thrown millions of dollars. You don't think they're gonna do some dumb shit? Dog, not even not even if they did have something. They're still kids. Right. And we look at them because they're athletes as Oh, you should know better. Yeah. You're a twenty two year old kid getting all this fame, all this everything at once. It's nuts, bro. You got to be out of your mind expecting more biggest, from them. It's the biggest joke that people hold against them. Bro, the Giants. Like, I think you're a Giants fan, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thibodeau. I know he got hurt. He hurt his MCL, thank God, because yeah. my heart stopped. I was playing Xbox and I had oh, the no. game on on the side. I'm like, oh, my God. They chop locked him and he yeah. fucking blew his knee out. There goes his rookie season. Right. But he comes into the league and they're asking him during his draft day and shit about what his motivation is. And he's like, yo, I would love to have a career like Michael Strahan. He's someone I looked up to. I would like to build a career after football and set myself up. And they took that as, you know, he don't like, he don't love football. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like he, he just said he wants to be straight hand, bro. He's not, he's not in love with football. He don't care about football. He's more concerned with his personal brand. He's like, well, yo, he's They 21. don't remember that straight hand was a leader though in the locker room. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like a leader on for defense. Yeah. Like they don't remember. And they like also, Antonio Pierce was and they, probably the captain. And they like, also left still. off a big part of, of that conversation when that he, he says that straight hand told him in order for all this shit to happen, you got to win. You got to put, yeah. Absolutely. Bro. Which is the same thing with Jeter, too. Like, Jeter got all this fame at a young age because he was winning. Yeah. Right. What yeah. would you have wanted to see more from the Jeter doc? Um, I would like to see more. And do you hate Jeter? I do hate Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 look, look. I love to have a rival. Now, hold on. Is the hate because of jealousy? No, no. I love to have is a rival. Because of 2000? I love to have a rival. <laughs> and I think that Jeter was... All, he didn't do nothing in 2000, bro. We beat ourselves. Listen, we beat ourselves. My, my, Timo Perez didn't my, run the my, Mason Hardback, right? <laughs> yeah, we my beat ourselves. We're old. Well, I'm old, you know what I mean? My beef is with Yankee fans, you know? Like, I feel like... Uh, I respect Jeter, I do. And no one's going to be find my answer acceptable, but what I find him, like, uh, he's a legit Hall of Fame player, a legit Hall of Fame talent, but I think that Yankee fans have him at a, as a top 10 guy, like... Top twenty guy maybe or whatever like. One no, of the they top think he's as talented as A Rod. Even shit like that. That's been a, a debate I've had my whole my whole life, and it's not even close. Really, it's not. You're talking about a guy. We talk talking about numbers and, and numbers. You can argue how much you want to weigh on numbers, but a guy who I, I, never, I agree with that. But you saw what A Rod did when he first got to New York. Like he they, they dropped him eighth in the order one time when Joe Torre was on the team. Like he was just like, I remember that time. He was like pressing. You know what I mean? So yeah. like it's hard I'm when not, you lose I'm your not position. To give Jeter extra credit for playing when in New York. Okay. But you kinda sometimes do have to give these players extra credit for playing in New York. That's New York's true. a hard place to win, man. The worst place to you win. You know what I mean? And like it's the best if you do win. Yeah. Yes, it's the, the best yeah, if yeah, you do. Sorry, win. the worst place to, to yeah. play. But it's win. the best like you could win you win one and you're good. Look at Mark Messier. You know, not to switch sports. But yeah. No, right. is beloved. He could do anything he wants. Dog, He's look at Zach Wilson ring. this year, right? When he gets back on the field and wins this ring, the <laughs> way that people are going to receive him <laughs> is going to oh be nuts, dog. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> out of this I, world. I, I can I see it already. I, pr- I, I love, the future. I love I see Zach it, Wilson for other reasons. But it's not Finally, we got one, Teddy. Yeah, sorry, man. Honestly, that's my guy. That's our bridge. That's our bridge. Yo, what about this comparison? Because I agree that Jeter probably wasn't the most talented, but his legacy is the consistency yes. being there. Like, yo, it was a big part of your greatness is just showing up and being yeah. there. You know what touched me, man? Uh, and probably people don't know this about me. I don't think Josh even knows. My brother-in-law knows about me. I was always a big Don Mattingly fan. Me too, right? Man. Oh, but I'm not shit. a Yankee fan. You got to stand so it's But Donnie Baseball was the man. But yes. Yeah, but that's a yeah. big admission. This guy yeah. won't ever wear a Yankee hat. No, I, I still won't do it to this Let day, it touch bro. His head. Oh, that's you fine. give that's me. Mattingly could take his jersey off. I love this one I wore. I'd be like, I'm, I can't, bro. <laughs> I can't. Like, sorry. 
No, but thank you. <laughs> Must make some money. I hated that he Donnie, you know, left a year early, and then we won the world. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, but that's the part that touched me. Honorary ring. If you if you watch that part of the that was dope. The ninety five season. Yeah, where he's like cheering them on he's in that dugout and they were just like what the fuck this kid is acting like he's really part of the team it's because to him yo i'm a yankee and he wasn't being a herb he wasn't doing too much nah, there's yeah. some dudes that just do too much and just yeah. kind of like yo just sit over here you know what i mean because he, he did it he carried himself with swag mm-hmm. like you would mention earlier so yeah they um that one cool part that i saw with donnie baseball was where he was he told jeter he was like jog off the field because jeter was walking he woke up next to you jog off the field you never watching. know who's watching yeah and he said that the boss steinbrenner used to watch to yeah. see like with yo, that tinted window like, oh that's the steinbrenner yeah. 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 Like, and he would just like judge like i mean i think it was like eight clear windows and that one window was yeah like, no nah, i'm just making but, that up yeah. that would be pretty funny <laughs> but that's amazing advice though too <laughs> absolutely you know what i mean because you, you should never, play you never know who's watching. even if george steinbrenner wasn't up there you should right. always kind of approach it that way anyway right. so i was dope honestly and which is a big thing with the yankees to me i feel like yeah jeter won and everything but jeter was surrounded by obviously loaded teams a yeah lot the of, teams lot were stacked too yeah. we can't yeah. get it twisted like that was the same that was a big revelation with the last dance like i'm, I'm a pro lebron guy right and i don't want to get into that conversation because it'll be its own oh, podcast, okay. Ugly, but yeah. like yeah, call me la- back for that with, one with the last with the last <laughs> dance with the last dance one thing that was a big takeaway when i was doing this exact recap for that was yo those bulls teams were fucking loaded bro. yeah they had the yep. second best player in the league, the best rebounder. They had the best Euro guy. They had the random white dude that hits all the threes. Who <laughs> coach was the European Jordan? That's what they call Yeah, like, bro, Jordan. those like, teams were stacked, too. Yep. So it's not like Jordan was playing with, with a dumpster fire. Like, no. he had, no. the team was expected to win every year, too. Delonte West is a crackhead. No, I don't want to get into LeBron Jordan but, thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it either. I was about yeah, to I'm, I'm not going to do it because it's wrong. Teddy just fed me bait. And I was Yo, like, so, I'm about to dive in. Pause. So one thing, one thing that was interesting about that was uh, the relationship between A-Rod and Jeter. Oh, that right? was yeah. that oh, that's... was that was massive to see how like the media kind of turned it against them big time. So. And and the the reporter says he doesn't regret it at all. They asked him straight up. He was like, "Am I hurt that A Rod and Jeter are not friends anymore?" No, nope. I don't blame him. A Rod said what he said too. A Rod said, uh, "I don't blame the reporter." And honestly, I'm not the biggest. A- I used to be. I was telling my my wife actually today. I was like, "Yo." Watching A Rod, I have like that kid love for A Rod. I was like, yo, you know what it is? Like when you look up to people, I don't look up to people like that anymore because I'm an adult, so I know that they're human. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I looked up to A Rod like he was superhuman. Right? You know what I mean? So when I see him again and he's like, you know, the Mariners A Rod or whatever, it's like a different feeling. And I'm like, man, you know, like it's crazy where A Rod's career is taking him now and what his reputation is now because I really don't look at him the same either. I look at him like a su- such an over the top people pleaser. He's a fucking that people herb. see it through. You know, people see through it. He's a herb, bro. Not somebody who I, I thought he would be. Personally. But, re- but regardless not like playing wise what he was, but I look at him now and, and it's like too much show sh- like you just said, he's, he's a, a people, people pleaser. pleaser. People see through that. He's up for the honestly. show. He just looks like a sucker to me. Yeah. But sorry guys. No no but but beyond that, one thing I do give him credit for though is trying to be like accountable and stuff like that so he was like listen i don't blame anybody for that that's my mistake or whatever he's like even the reporter who reported that that's just him doing his job yeah you know what i mean and he's like you wouldn't wouldn't do it you you said it you said it that's just that's just it you know what i mean own up to it yeah Yeah. i mean you said it and you feel and if you really feel that way which you know i'm i'm a i'm a big jeter fan but i agree with what he's saying that he's a better player but you also play in seattle yeah he played in new york and you ball it out like you're doing in Seattle. Different eyes in New York. Well, you yeah. get that hold same on, level. On, on, you know yeah. what I mean? You, you can definitely I, get that same I'm going to have to throw this number out, though. But A-Rod was putting up like 1,000 OPSs. Jeter almost never put up a 900 OPS. Yeah. That gap yeah. is so big that even if you say that New York would affect A-Rod, 
okay, his OPS will go down 100 points, and it would still be higher than Jeter oh, no, ever put up regularly. I'm saying the effect. I'm saying, like, positively affected to be like, okay, well, we're winning, and this guy's killing right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, okay, yeah, he's yeah. just his location, you know? He's just not in Look at Mike no, that's Trout. Fair. That's Look fair. at Otani. You know what I mean? I mean, they're not winning, you know, but they put it's up. It's kind of empty stats, right? right? Like, good, good stats, bad team guy. Right. Yeah. Right? You always hear that one. As we were talking about A-Rod and Jeter, I, I couldn't help but, like, draw the comparison of, like, Brady and Peyton. Yes. Like, Peyton, in a lot of people's opinion, is the most talented quarterback. Mine. Like, he was yeah. the best quarterback of that generation. Brady's, without a doubt, the most accomplished. 100%. Does it mean he's better? I don't know. Brady was doing a lot of shit that no one else was doing. He was taking signing bonuses so that the salary cap could be $8 million. And like the third string wide receiver makes more than him. And he was the 18th most expensive quarterback. But he would get a $40 million signing bonus that was against yeah. the cap. So then they could get all these guys on the team and keep the team good so they don't lose the left tackle and the running back and all that yeah, shit. I think Wifey was making like $80 million a year yeah, to like, uh, yeah. to like model. So I, I think like the that. highest paid super yeah. model. But that was the too, difference, so right? That's why athletes he was, listen to this. Yeah. Bag a girl that's accomplished. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Don't get the Instagram model. Bag a girl. That's, that's why I got my baby around. mama, bro. No matter how bad I fail, kid, my daughter rich. <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> he already won the game. They won. <laughs> but, yo, how do you feel about that, though? This like, chest, it ain't checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the Jeter, Jeter being Brady and A-Rod being Peyton. Yes, being more. T- see, that's, that's a great. Com- no, I like that comparison. That's I, the same comparison. Yeah, if you correct. ask me, kind of the same generation too. I'm right? a like Peyton both- Manning stand, bro. And like, I don't have. I don't have. I don't dislike. I, I actually like to watch Peyton Manning play more than I like to watch Brady play. But I'm very big on Peyton had Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. And I agree Dallas with Clark, that point, right? Yeah. I feel like once. Brady got that one superstar receiver. I say this all the time. He OD'd. Yeah. I mean, he ran into, you know who he ran into. Yeah, yeah. That's why they didn't win. But you could say that. Yo, you know I, was, I was a giant fan all the way in both of those Super Bowls, bro. <laughs> those Super Bowls, I was like, Patriots die. I was, yeah, I was but, early in my football years. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I didn't know any better. <laughs> I can't stand the sight of Brady. <laughs> my main sport. The I'm Patriots. Just... I only like Belichick because he was once a Jet. Other than that, was a so there, no, there's a part of me exactly. that was like, there was a part of me that was saying, okay, because, but I remember Reggie Wayne at the U. Mm-hmm. He was nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, like, he didn't really, he played with two Hall of Famers. Uh, right, right. Like and first battle of I, And I don't want to take it away from him because I've seen Peyton with like 50 seconds left, not set up for a field goal, score a touchdown. Yeah. But I've also seen Noodle Arm as well, too. You know I, I, I mean? still so, think the lines were different. And that, to me, is always the biggest differentiator, right? Like, like you just said, Brady knew where to take his cut. Right to make sure that his team was stacked appropriately. Maybe not the stars that you saw, right? But everybody knew their job. They always had a good line. Yeah, like yo, protect Brady, and Brady got a quick release. Mm, You got to give him credit for those parts of his game. Brady's IQ is stupid. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, stupid. Uh. Right. So it's obviously that it takes play, but you got to look at you had stars, but he may not have had stars, but he had again the right staff, and that's something that Peyton Manning. Maybe that year that he won, remember with the Colts, they had the right defense. They had the right line. Well, I just want to jump in and say yeah. that, that it's not only about the receivers he had because we're talking about, you know, just the one side of the ball. But obviously, if the Patriots had some of the best defenses in those years. Ask the Giants, man. Defense wins games, baby. So, yeah, no question. Like, exactly. And even that way, the Giants beat them by like having the comparison with A-Rod and, and Jeter, I, I agree with the comparison. Yeah. But the thing is, though, for me, it was like. I saw how A-Rod played. I experienced it when he first came over. And like I said, Joe dropped him in the lineup like eight because he was that bad. He was hurting the team. Like we had runners in scoring position and he wasn't like they had to like 
that year our team was called Murderous Row and Cano. And I know, we had to bump Cano up because Cano would Robbie would be hitting ninth and he's getting he's you know I enjoyed he's it. getting on base. Yeah. I was so excited to watch it. And then we got and then we got beat by the Tigers that year. You know what I mean? So I think Jeter in the playoffs in in crunch time, kinda like Brady. That's where he made his money. That's where he made you know, he made like the moments. You know what I mean? Like why was he there? I, and you guys know baseball more than I do. When he played against the A's, like why was he there? He does. For the cutoff. I don't watch Was baseball. he supposed to be there? You know what I mean? No, no, yeah, and, and that's why I I won't say that Jeter's not a Hall of Fame player. You know what I mean? Like I mean, you, you can't be say ho- that though. You're 3,000 hits. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that I'm not the Met fan that's like, oh, he's so overrated that he's not a Hall of Fame player. No, he's no, a no, legit no. Hall of Fame player. Like it's right. clear. You know what I mean? So but I'm me, not taking nothing away it, from him it's, there. It's the moments at how he doesn't have A Rod's numbers or even Garcia Park. I think Garcia Park's power numbers and RBIs were uh, a lot better than Jeter's. But it's the it's the play in the playoffs that like you know I think he has like what 56 RBIs and something like that in the play which because he played a lot of games. Dog, it's, it's hard work versus talent. And, and and IQ. If you watch, but if you watch Jeter's uh, watching the the series, you realize how much yo your man was not. He didn't care who had quote unquote better talent. Nobody was outworking him, which is the Kobe effect, right? Yeah, exactly. You're not outworking yeah, me. Yeah. You're not outstudying yeah. me. First of all, there's no way you're beating me. Even yeah. if you think you're gonna beat me, you can't. And that's yeah. something that you can't teach, bro. He put he put winning first, and that was like a big thing. Obviously, you know, it's for the for the uh, for the documentary and stuff like that. But he definitely like emphasizing everything. No, that like, shit was true. Like one part that I thought was really was was crazy was where I think they had won their last world his last World Series in 2009. And then he said that when he went home, he thought about when how he lost to the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. <laughs> the Diamondbacks, yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's winner shit. That's that sick. Yeah, exactly. That's Jordan. That's Kobe. That's sick. Like that's a little like, less you know, talent like, than those guys. You just but yeah, definitely. Uh, that mentality. I, you know, he's not Jordan level, and and we'll, I want to get to that part as well too because how they shot it and stuff like that. But that work ethic though, and then I think that's what that's why Jordan signed him to the no, brand. No. Like Jordan was his, that was that might have been his first baseball player. That he I believe it was to the brand. Yeah. And so. that's one thing that, without a doubt, I, I, without question, like admire about Jeter. It's not even a question. Like I love to see that the part work. of it. Yeah, the work, the the him working out. It's a big part for me too. Like him, he came from a cold weather uh, town, yeah, and him him building that. I heard that they don't really fuck. They don't really fuck Michigan, bro. Like, yeah, they don't. Up north, they don't. Brandon Nimmo. I remember him having a similar story because I was okay. really into baseball when he got drafted, and mm-hmm. he his father he's from Wyoming. His father oh, built shit. like a, a batting cage in the backyard and right. pitching machine, all of that shit. I'm like, yo, that's so amazing too. Because yo, shout out to Jeter's parents as well. Who yeah, obviously stick with it, stick yo. With as a yeah. parent, man, it, it, the, the 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 lessons that his father's teaching him are like, man, I, I really gotta like remember that and kind of like pass that forward. No, I cried watching the the video footage. No lie, like tears came out my eye. Yeah, uh, when he got drafted, I, mean, I agree. And it was just like seeing his dad, and it, and it was like they mentioned something about the grandma, like the dream come true. And I was just like, "Yo, bro, that must be so monumental." Some shit out of a movie, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like really that home video was amazing. Was like that. Like he would just get. Oh, like, it, sure. a lot, there was a lot of luck too. Like you know what I mean? And I like you know I'm a big Jerry Jeter fan, but there was like a lot of stuff that just like like his three thousand hit was a home run. He's yeah. not a home run hitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a home run hitter. I heard what I heard though is that David Price. That's what everybody used to tell me. David Price. Was a big Derek Jeter fan. His mom was a big Derek Jeter, and he just gave him like a. It felt like that. It felt like that. It felt like when uh when Favre let Strahan sack him. It was a good day. Remember when Favre let Strahan sack him? Yeah, that's what it felt like. Okay, that was OD. That was. I'm not even proud of that. That was so bad. But now that you mentioned your birthday, I just wanted to say that it's not surprising that Jeter's a. Yeah, that Jeter's a cancer. Yeah, I know. Jeter's a cancer. 
Yeah, he's a yeah. even better, man. He, you could tell he holds grudges. Fifty, crazy. crazy. Kevin Hart. A Rod's trying to get over that. Wait, Kevin Hart's one of your favorite the people. Bra- the Brown Pat Riley. Now his name like famous people. No, what I what I thought was crazy was, you know, it was cool to see A Rod and Jeter's relationship. Um, as like imagine that like two 19 year old kids, good looking paws and great baseball players. Well, both, both, yeah. both good, really good baseball players, all stars at that. And, you know, you're coming up and, you know, you're hanging out and stuff like that. And you're also, you know, putting up numbers. And, and it was cool. Actually, did you guys see the part where there was a fight between the Mariners and the Yankees? And I think it was Wells or it was... Who was the pitcher that got pissed off at? Jeter? It was David Wells. No, it was It, it sounded like something Wells would do. It, no, it wasn't a pitcher. It was an outfielder. Chad Curtis. Thank yeah, you. Chad Curtis. You're right. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Keep it on my toes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Chad Curtis goes... Pause. Yo, you over here... You know, laughing and giggling with A Rod, but I think they just happened to pass each other, and he just like you know they said something to each other, but it wasn't you know it was like they were standing and hugging, and he called Jeter out, and you know it just it, it caused like a little bit of a rift in the in the locker room. You know, you being buddy buddy, but we're here at war. Mm. And I don't know if you guys remember anything about Chad Curtis, like he was just like he was he, nuts, bro. Yeah, he was crazy. He was definitely was crazy. But to, I, I no, don't, for, don't forget this detail that mm-hmm. he actually approached Jeter as well in the locker room and tried to do it in front of the reporters. I just wanted to add that. Oh, he pressed him. Yeah, yeah. in front of the reporters. Yeah, and yeah, Jeter right. didn't like the fact that the team was looking a certain way. Like that—that that was right. his biggest thing. Right. With that because you should have told him, bro. I got a single digit. This is a single digit. <laughs> you, know, you know what this means in New York? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and the balls, right? Like you gotta yeah. go and stuff to Jeter for something you? like that. Like yeah. steroid error. Bro, it was Roy Rage. It was like the lack of awareness, though, right? Like, sure. dude, I'm not gonna go and press the guy who can get this me is off his house this team. Yeah, yeah, like that's crazy to me. That's like people are going to step to LeBron, like even yeah. to now, right? With the Lakers, like I know they're a little bit shaky, but nah. it's still whatever he says goes. It's Bron's team, bro. Yeah, right. Without he's, a doubt. he's packing. He the, he created that contract. He's and the said, crypto, Yo, just make the me sign it. center or whatever they call it now. Yes. Staples. So Yo, he's, he's one, one of my uh, one of my favorite moments of oh, the series so. was uh, when they f- you were talking about the MJ flashbacks and then yeah. how they involved MJ in it when he talked about like. It was the famous meme of MJ, like, oh, I, and it got personal for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeter said the same thing, like, yo, I remember what you were wearing, what you said, when yeah. you said it to me. Psychopath. And I'm going to remember that. I and I was listening to that, and I was like, that's me. Uh-huh. Like, well, that's how I am when people were, like, telling me about, like, creating content and, like, why are you doing the Dog, people yes, think I'm, I'm good like, with dates because I got good memory. Nah, it's because I remember exactly what you said on that day and why you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm super petty too, man. Well, that's, I, I he like is. He seats. is. That's what A Rod did with Jeter. Like he yeah. just said, you know what? You you crossed me. You know, I thought we were friends. I let you in this little bubble that I have of these five people, and you you fucked that up. Yeah, never cross a cancer. You know so he's never gonna look at him the same. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He'll always look at and. A, you were saying that earlier. Like A Rod just does too much. You know what I mean? Like he'll just talk. He talks about Derry Jeter. Like he put up A Rod stats, five hundred home runs or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, and because he's trying to will his way back in, but people that do that too much, you kind of. That's why he's them. a sucker, bro. What's his sign? What's A Rod sign? I don't even know. It's sucker sign. Sucker sign. He's like a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill. Sounds like a Yo, Leo. My other. My other. <laughs> chill, chill. Penelope's a Leo. Oh, my uh, <laughs> sounds like a Libra. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Oh, my girl's uh, a Libra. Sounds like uh, uh, Aquarius. So we have everybody. Everybody. Nick's gonna go. My mom. My mom's an Aquarius. <laughs> Everybody's covered. I don't know anything, but just that I'm a Pisces. I can't, That's it. I can't Pisces gang, hey. baby. He reminds Yo, me every day of what a sign. Another, another, another thing that I really enjoyed was. Uh, how he talks about how the like the privacy of it and nowadays we want to put everything on social media yeah 
And when he says like, it's early in the series, he's like, yo, if this was happening, my career was happening now, I'd be out the league in three years. Done. And I interpret that as, like, he was a wild boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he had to be a wild boy. Yeah, you know, like the nightlife stuff when, t- when he didn't go to the party and J-Lo and P. Diddy had the shooting scandal. Yeah. That made headlines. Like, that was like a national When Sean shot the club up, he was supposed to be there. Tonight. He yeah. was supposed to be when there. Shout out to And how he talks about, how he talks about, like, what you were saying, Shetty, about the, the, the tight-knit circle. Like, he don't let everybody in. He wishes he spent more time with his teammates. Like, I'm sure we all have relationships where you're like, damn, man, I wish I spent some more time with that. Or I spent too much time with that person as opposed to this person. And I like that because I try to keep things separate, too. Like, I don't like, like, a lot of my family stuff. I don't want to show that on social media. You know what I mean? And and I love that. And the, the part that he said that was hilarious was when he talks about those private conversations that he has and, like, Yo, I have people in my circle that I don't want to bring an outsider in because we say some stuff to each other and we have conversations that we could get in trouble for. And 100%. I was just thinking of like group chat combos that you have of with your course, boys. Bro. Some of those conversations are fucking wild, the shit you say to one another. You can't have that out in the public. Those are private conversations. Dog, if people saw the pre-show... Of purple cups of champagne, or the post show. I'd definitely be canceled, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah post show. Oh, they hack into our group chat. <laughs> yes, yes. But not only that, though, with Jeter, which was cool, which I appreciated because I have friends with different backgrounds. It was dope. Like his circle is just like the melting pot. Like look at this table right here. You yeah, know what I mean? Different cultures, and you though. definitely know that they were throwing. Uh, can you say zingers? I guess at each other. Of course. With you know towing the racial line stuff like that, but they kind of. I, I only definitely knew that. Yo, it was love. That's you know why it's I mean? trust. That's why it's and, that and, inner but, circle. But that you know? trust, though, you have to have that. But if you had a Rod going there, he'd be like, "Yo, yeah. you heard what he? You know, what he called right. Jeter." Yeah. What, what if you That's have someone cool. coming in that like it's the first time hanging out with one another, and you're like, "Holy shit, how are you talking to him like that?" Mm-hmm. Like, Bro, I don't. I don't. Or he pulls his phone out. While you guys are talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Especially shit. nowadays, right? Yeah. Like, friend so. that takes that awkward picture and shit where you got like shorty on your lap and then post it in his story. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna tell you actually what I did do. <laughs> oh, I recorded man. us I recorded us all hanging out and you said some wild shit. So if you see it's just it's it's just <laughs> it just mute. There's <laughs> nothing. I, I went and listened to it and I was like, it was just, a, it was just, honestly, it was a quick clip of just the, the boys hanging out, right? Just like enjoying life with my that's boy's a good, birthday. That's a good brother right there. Yo, for yeah, real, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen to pound, this baby. while you're hearing Tiesto in the background and I'm like, Oh, hell I'm like, yo, I want her pussy on, right on my face, bro. I don't care how sweaty it is. Drop it right here. Put it right on my nose. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, Josh, what, what? Was your, uh, what would you say was your favorite moment of, of the series? Nothing. No, no, no. That's not true, man. That's not true. You know what's funny? Yeah. Uh, the politically correct answer is the like the whole upbringing and everything like that. But I think I enjoyed more seeing like him be honest about him and uh, A-Rod's relationship. Mm. Because it because it was something that I remember when A Rod first went to the Yankees, I was like, they, you know, they had their issue or whatever, but like they can get over that. They were friends for so long that it's not like the media is making it a big deal. I felt like, and then when you hear Jeter, uh, like, and well, both of them talk about it in the in the series, you can tell that obviously that will always exist. That will never be the same. I want you, you, know you to finish. I, mean? like I want you to finish your thought because that's a good point. Yeah. But do you think that's a testament to Jeter just being like, yo, I care about winning. I I had a tightened friendship with this guy but i want to see past it because he's going to hit 40 home runs he's going to drive in 100 runs and we need to get back to winning yeah i think that's a testament to, to him because we were losing to the angels like every year like after in all fairness though okay. to, to remember when when a rod first went 
over. I think that Jeter started off 0 for 31. I mean, not that he started off, but there was a point early on that he had like a 0 for 31 slump. I he was pressing. Went over. He was yeah, pressing yeah. when he was there, right? But right the thing, the, the thing isn't even about that. It was that there was like a rain delay or something, and they were the last two in the dugout, mm-hmm. and A Rod and him like sat there. They said it was like a movie or whatever. He asked him, "Are you was a problem?" Yeah, exactly. Good? And yeah. and and what Jeter did was very was some cancer shit. Where he was like, "Yo, like, what are you here for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what did you come over here for?" And because he was still like skeptical about like why was somebody so accomplished, which I understand because yeah. I thought the same thing. Why was somebody so accomplished switch their position when they're Gold Glove Red Short Sox, whatever? <laughs> because the Red Sox fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why sure. he was supposed to be Red Sox for sure. Yeah, nah, but I feel him on that though. Nah, I, I, it I, makes a lot of sense. The thing is that he came from Texas though. So no matter what, the Yankees were already in the midst of their dynasty, or they were just after their dynasty. Right, so right, right. therefore, you can easily just say, "I want to win." I've already experienced getting. I'm the highest paid player. Yeah. I I played for a team that was trash. I'm still getting paid, but now I really care about just winning. You know what I mean? I don't have that on my on my uh, resume. You know, so it's it's a simple. I wouldn't even think to ask a Rod that. I mean, if I'm Jeter, I'm not obviously, but I wouldn't think to ask him that because the answer is pretty simple. Like people come over to winning teams to win. That's it. No matter how much money you win, yeah. your reputation matters. Your legacy matters. So, you know, I, but and, it, and the Yankees want to prevent him from being a Red Sox because at that point it was yeah. like what United States and Russia like going for the nuke. Like, yo, you know bro. what? I got to get there first because if they get him, they're going to be way better than us. Because right, you got yeah. Manny. A, um, yeah, you got to step in. Actually, Manny was being the trade. That's my bad. But A Rod and Ortiz. Nah, squad, yeah. You know that was the best movie the Yankees made. Even though it did not end where people thought it would end, it was like five rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the best movie did because the opposite would have been that. Right, would have been Red Sox Nation. You know what I mean? So, that was a good bet. Who did the Yankees trade again in that deal? Soriano. That was like the big piece. So Alfonso Soriano at that point was like also he was he was Robbie he was Cano. I I think I I believe he was thirty 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 as well. So forty forty. I think it was 40-40. I'm, the sh- I'm shorting him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when he did that, Jay had just dropped the 40-40 club, so it was like a whole thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was one of those, uh, he, he, sorry, was sorry was the man for us, you know what I mean? So and he was a lot better after, to be honest with you. After, yeah, yeah, yeah all the nationals yeah. and stuff. I think his body just, he just broke down or whatever. Well, I mean, competition changes, bro. Yo, how different would his career be if it started today? I don't think it would, personally. Right, like I'm, I'm big on DNA is DNA. A player like that, again, I'm not the biggest Jeter fan, but after seeing that, people like that, no matter what, that's why I, you know people are like, oh, if he would have played in this era, it would have been this. He would play. I don't believe that shit, bro. I don't. I'm sorry. A winner is a winner is a winner. Right? There's a reason people are doing what they're doing in this time and people did what they did in that time like success will always be there for the people that have that dna a person like jeter maybe the the social media shit he spoke about would have been different right but other than that the the work ethic the play nah i should think he would have grabbed the mvp because they test more now for steroids you gotta think about a lot of times that he played which it could be positive for him as well too because petite players on the team could have been using or whatever the case may be yeah but his numbers, like, I remember he had a year where he hit, like, 346, and I think he finished, like, second in the MVP voting to Morneau, which Morneau was nasty. Don't get me wrong. But I'm Mauer, saying, like, no? oh, it was Morneau, it was Morneau that year, but they, 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 yeah, which Mauer and Morneau, Mauer and Morneau were nasty yeah. together. You know what I mean? But Mauer won a couple of years later on the MVP. And uh, I look at it like that, like, you know, I think his numbers would have been a little bit more appreciated that particular season. You know, I think he scored, like, 100-something runs. Uh, I know it was 346 was his average because I looked at it, and I, I remember before – I was like, let me look at this. I want to see Dustin Pedroia's uh, MVP season. And I feel like Jeter's was better than his. You know what I mean? 
But Dustin Pedroia was in an era where Brian Braun was getting caught with steroids. Era got caught with steroids. You know what I mean? So I think the they wanted to make a point by saying, yo, you know what? Let's give it to a guy who has all-around numbers but also a winner. So I feel like Jeter would have grabbed one of those. He probably only played seven seasons because they kicked him out of the league. They knew what he was really doing. If somebody had a phone in the China Club, if the China Club was around at that time, or Amnesia, or whatever the case may be, he's, he's, he's done. Well, yo, he's that's done. why I think his career would be so different. Even though the winner thing, I totally agree with you, and I love that answer that you gave, I think it's, it's a different kind of distractions that you got to deal with now with social media. That's true. Because now it's... Did he have these Drake debate, debate shows, too? They were popping back then. Word. You think have about the debate that. shows. You have, within minutes, a video is going to go viral of, of you walking out the club with whatever supermodel you're with, right? Now you got to deal with that. The attention is completely different. Yeah. And that's why I also give LeBron his flowers because he's the first mega star of social media. Like, his whole career... That's from the prime right, was in social media. I agree. Yeah. So you saw everything. So we don't know how you... Back then, it was you got to wait till the Which paper Which he also built his brand with social media as well, too. Right, He's right. It was a yeah, benefit for them, benefit. too, yeah, the, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. But I think back then, it used to be like, oh, you know, you interview this this reporter gets the interview of Jeter, it'll be in the Daily News tomorrow yeah. morning. You know, now it's, it's... You think yeah. Jeter would have adapted? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. If you have the winner's mentality... Well, he would have the Batman flash to take everybody's phone no, off. Not no, I'm saying you see, how, you see how LeBron... <laughs> like, push a T, put LeBron on the spot about his side pieces, right? Yeah. And we don't know about that shit. It's Ain't no real patty. proof of it. Yeah, so would... No, push T's not a chatty patty. That's a chatty patty move. No, 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 no. You no, can't no, no. do that. It's I agree with that. It's different. Thank when you're a celebrity, bro, you know Josh agrees with me. your shit is on. Gotta call a Push a T's not a chatty patty. Oh, he's <laughs> gonna hear this and go, "Oh my God, Jenny! Shit, <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm like a snitch." No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got a life. Um, what was I saying before you guys come here? Oh, off? I was talking about uh, championship DNA that he has. So I think that he would have adapted. You said no, he would adapt it, right? I was talking about the the adaptation aspect because I, I, I don't know if Jeter is as charismatic as a person like LeBron, right? Hmm. Like so. In this social media era, it's a little bit different. That's why when you said that about LeBron, I'm like, holy shit, that, that's real. That's the truth, bro. You guys bro. don't think Jeter would have got frustrated and just took somebody's phone and just threw it at them? Because like he seems like he has like that. That's true. He's, as cool he as has he a bad is, temper, bro. You seem, he seems like he has like that, that boiling point. right? And remember, he never had to deal with it, right? So it's like he only got his social media his Twitter and his Instagram just because this. this thing was coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was his publicist saying, yo, you want this thing to sell? He doesn't even run it, though. But you know what? That's not fair. You know? To say that he You're was... not Jordan. You know, Jordan's going to sell itself. Yeah. He, Jordan's that's like, a you know, The GOAT. But he's going to sell itself. But I think that you have to give him some credit, though, because obviously we talked about Chad Curtis before in situations mm-hmm. where he could have been a hothead. No yes. matter what, his priority what I mean? right. was on the he's, line. He's like, shown that. You know, yeah, yeah. He, like, he knows exactly how to prioritize. But like That's when he was, important. that's when his goal was to win. Yeah. Now, when it's actually, yeah, you know, at the end of his career, when social I think, media was popping. And okay, that's right. why I give his parents yes. like a lot of credit because it feels like, yo, no yeah. matter what, what they told him is you're going to deal with a lot of shit. I mean, it's he had to early and, on. And he might have black and white shit. He might have dealt with some situations early on that maybe would have tested his definitely like his his. But I think that he would have definitely adjust. I feel like he would have adjusted his afterwards. His parents are geez, man. Like when he broke his ankle, like the second to last season, and like the reporter was like had like tears in her eyes. She went over to her, the mom went over to him was like, "Stop crying. He's gonna be all right." I was like, "Jesus, yo." No, hundred percent. I like yeah. that. And that's know? his mindset almost like right. Okay, bottle those emotions and let's just do what's the best. Right. To do in this we, don't got, we don't got time. You know what I mean? We don't got time to go see the therapist. By the way, I looked up A Rod. He he A Rod is a Leo though. But you were right. Damn, I called. You see, I've been hanging out with you too much. Yeah, so I read people now. Good one. 
Yo, you'll probably get a kick out of this. How how crazy would it have been to have social media during the 04 ALCS? Oh my Jesus God. Christ! Why do you want to bring that up? Thank, thank you for bringing that's that up. That's one of my the that. I'm a hater. I was one of my favorite series. Yeah, when, when I when I channel my hater <laughs> syndrome, uh, I, I I wish social media was around for that because you know you would have you know, been on me, your high horse. You know how crazy the memes would have been. Like after they they dropped, we dropped 19 runs on them in game three, and I remember. Oh, hold up! I have to say this before we get into this the worst topic of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please give Bernie Williams? His fucking flowers. For sure. You know how many times they show with Bernie getting a clutch hit, clutch hit. in this yeah, in this bro. goddamn. Ep- I was like, can we give Bernie like his own? But that was one the, episode. Puerto that Rican was the, fucking, the culture. You know what I mean? The culture. That's exactly was, what I was gonna like, say, Johnny. What? Like, no, like, I want you to say. Like, give him his. I read your mind. No, no. I'm just wanted to say, like, you know, when people talk about Jeter and his, for sure. But like, you look at Tim Raines. Got a bunch of. Cl- I seen him like get a, a few clutch hits as well in, yeah, in the series. Yeah, yeah, as well, absolutely, like, yeah, sure. nah, absolutely, yeah. And I remember that, that yeah, was, the was like uh, Jimmy Lairitz, whatever his name. Like everyone, Jim Lairitz, 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 everyone Lairitz. getting like Paul, o- Paul O'Neill just just retired his number. A fucking warrior. Like, yeah, hit, like when I was seeing those hits and those plays that they were making, they were deep. It just wasn't like all like. Der- and, and, and I actually appreciate that because they could have done a whole like, you know. <laughs> They could have said the game ended by Derek Jeter getting like the out or something like that, and they could have showed like a seven in, seventh inning clip. Nobody yeah. would remember that, you know yeah. what I mean? But they definitely gave Bernie his props, and like I have to give no G- Jeter was definitely not the most talented person on the we, team, right? Like he was seen as the face of it to all of us, but they had I don't know, I don't know man. I mean, yeah, it was the years that Bernie was the best. It was the best player. It was like a year that Bernie and Jeter were like one and two for the batting title, and then Bernie edged them out. But you, go ahead, you guys can talk about 04. Uh, <laughs> Get in here. Bathroom. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you would have been like you said they dropped 19 runs. Yankee fans would have been on their high horse. I was talking shit. Yes. And then and Absolutely. then those were not age well. Like that would have been those memes. Those memes would have been okay. Media, I, I got a question for you. <laughs> what would have been what's what was worse? The Warriors three one for a championship or what the Yankees did? The Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Because it's three zero. Yeah, yeah. And okay. it's never happened. Right. Okay. But it happened in hockey. But three one never happened in the NBA, right? Very fair. Yeah, but that was three yeah. zero. That's that's very oh, I'm different. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I that's don't know which one. I don't know which one is. It might be the. It I, might be the Yankees. Cause I, you I'll, just I'll tell you why one. too. Yeah. Not only that, the Yankees were up in the ninth inning while up three zero, and that is right, a detail right. that people and don't you have, talk about. And you have Mariano Rivera. Add this wrinkle. It's it's your fucking arch nemesis too. Yeah. The Cavs. The Cavs and the Warriors don't have that history. Yeah, they had the history because of because of this though. Because they had it, but they don't have like the where it goes back to like if you talk to old beginning of talk to old Boston fan. And then talk to a twelve-year-old Boston fan. Like they live two different lives. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but talk to a Boston fan that's my age, and a, and a little kid, they'll be like, "Yeah, we win every year." And then a guy my age would be like, "No, like every year something went wrong." You know what I mean, Mookie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like hey, every, hey. something went wrong every year for them. So it was like kind of like what the Yankees felt like. They were like, "They gonna find a way to fuck up anyway." There's no way we are gonna lose well, said, four yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think it was Millard that went over to him. I was like, "Don't let us get one." Yeah, which is dope. Uh, that then, that year taught me I was a hater. The next day, and then we got <laughs> yeah. chilling. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's game yeah. seven. What yeah. happened? That that year, I learned I was such a hater, right? Like oh because, my bro, my nickname growing up was Boston Nick. <laughs> what? My friends now, what's wrong? Yo, what is wrong with I you guys? A Red so- I had a Red Sox hat. <laughs> well, two years before that, I was a Diamondback fan. I fair. <laughs> I don't dislike. I don't dislike. Mets Gonzalez. Fans. Mind you, I was I was twelve. Right? Yeah, right. It's like, high, bro. Right. Nah, give I me to, a pass. No, I don't want to see. I do go to. I I went to a Boston uh, Yankee game uh, the beginning of the season, 
and a guy was wearing a Mets jersey and a Boston hat. I was like, why are you doing this? No, no. There's no reason for this. Well, hold on. I'm no no longer a hater. As I got older and realized what sports were and I realized who's in my division and what matters. I'm the same way. I stopped that shit. I don't don't care about the Giants. I don't care about the Yankees. I hate the Bills. Why do I hate the Bills? Because I'm a Jets fan. If you hate the Yankees, the Bills must die. It had to be fun if you hated the Yankees. Yeah. A thousand percent had to be fun. I was young back then. To be up 3-0 and not to win, fucking sucked. No, you're the kings of New York. They should have shot A-Rod. You don't, wow. remember, you don't remember that? You don't, you don't remember that movie? There's a movie where Derjita got shot, and they were no. saying they should have shot A Rod. What the hell? What movie is this? I gotta watch this shit now. Yo, it's bad. If you start watching it, the movie sucks, and then that scene happens, and it changes the whole trajectory. I gotta of the film. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is hilarious in the movie. Real quick, before we start again, did you give an answer for uh, how his career would be different? I, I think I did, right? Kind of like I don't, chiming I don't, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was okay. chiming in. Exactly. I think, but if you want me to go in, I, I, I think can also you go did in. say the whole. No, you know what? No, he has to. I think he chimed in. Didn't he use the Drake Biggie line? From Lord Knows, where Drake says, how would it, how would uh, the rappers of that time be now in this social media era? No, I didn't use that line. What do you mean? No. <laughs> I did not well, use that line. You should have used it. Chetty, if you had to pick someone to have a, uh, you know, let's go seven, eight episodes. Shit. You need 50 episodes for this one. You know what I mean? Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> you, need, you, need a, you need an hour for me to give you the explanation of why, but. Wait a second. It's got to be LeBron James. Cameras are off? Yeah, yeah, cameras are off. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we're I good. I crazy right now. Wait a second. <laughs> You're good. Did I mess something up? <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should have given you the heads up before. <laughs> Sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the rewind sound. We'll go back. Uh, it's got It's got to be LeBron. Mm. Yeah, I feel like his... You know se- when it's coming, though. Seven. It, it, it's definitely... Do you want me to give you one that we know that's... that's no, no, I think that's it. But why, 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 why you want Why LeBron I'm giving the LeBron one is like... He was the guy that lived up to the expectations. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was, the expectations was early. Like, he got drafted number one, coming out of high school. It's mad pressure, bro. There's a lot of there's a lot of pressure, and I'm not even talking about just like for his from his family from taking from providing for his his mom and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, he was like the way out. Like, he's like the the hood story. You know what I mean? But actually, a ball player that actually just went and not only that, but he surpassed it. You know what I mean? Like. He's got the championships. He's got the, you know, the career, the stats and all that stuff. You know what I mean? The longevity, you know, like I want to see like how, like, you know, there's a lot of times where like, you know, I'm like, obviously I'm a big LeBron fan. So I will see, you know, him say a lot like, yeah, you know, like I didn't know any hands was going to laugh at this, but he'd be like, yeah, my mom would be out and I don't know how she would get money, but she would. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, but the way he was saying it, nah, but he, said, he said it, mul- I'm saying he said it multiple, he said it multiple times <laughs> and he would say, he would say some, sometimes I would be staying with like my coach for like two weeks. You know what I mean? So my thing with that is that like, I would want to see the parts where, you know, they showed how his circle was tight and it allowed him to get to where, cause you know, it, it does that. I know that shit sounds mad cliche and corny, but it does take a fucking village to, Raise a child, man. You have to have a good, you have good people yeah. around them in order for, for them to become up. Shit, I believe it. Because all they see is what they see, right? Yeah. And then I need to, I need more detail on the whole like going to Miami because that opened up the floodgates for how you see whether you agree with it or not. How the NBA is now, where it's player empowerment. The players are, the players just realize like, hold up, like, and that's why sometimes I feel like, and I love Charles Barkley and Reggie Miller and those guys, but when they throw these little digs at these newer guys, they're kind of like. Damn, we didn't think about it like that. We probably could have, like, you know, I, we couldn't beat Mike. So maybe I should have teamed up with Reggie. I should have went over to Indiana and take the sacrifice. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And, you know, Bosch got played the same amount as LeBron. They got both got paid 16.5 and Wade took 16. Chris Bosch is an all-star, but he's not LeBron. 
You know what I mean? That's mm. all LeBron is saying. He's just you know? tall, bro. Yo, <laughs> LeBron's nice. He's <laughs> an actual <laughs> raptor. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a real life raptor. So yeah, and then you know, I feel like uh, just so you guys, so you guys could go next because I'm sure you guys have better oh, answers. Yeah, Josh, I want great answers. No, nah, I don't think it's a better. I think LeBron has like three different phases of his career. So I think like you mm. could tap into the first seven years when he was on Cleveland. And you had a couple of scandals that happened here and there. But even like, even the high school stuff, right? Then you have the, the Miami LeBron where you were just kind of like. And then the Cleveland episode, like Cleveland hasn't won a championship in 50 years. Like I have a friend. We call him Johnny Cleveland. And he said to this day, he's like, it's the, the parade is the, one of the best moments of his life. And he, he's right up there with his kid, like right up there with having his kid. So that's a real I mean, fan right that's there. That's amazing. But, uh, what I'm saying, though, we were talking about that when you were on our show. You said it yourself. This city will shut down if the Knicks win a championship. Oh, yeah. burn down. And you, yeah, and you, will, you will fly back from Vegas, <laughs> oh, yeah. first class, to go to the next parade. Yeah. So I feel like that, that's, a, that's a half episode in itself. And then you have, you know, his off-court stuff, kind of like how he did with Jeter, where, you know, they showed Jeter as an owner for the, you know, because I think, I think LeBron is on his way to, to own, to be a majority owner of the NBA team. So I think that will be something that you they, think will, it's Cleveland? Sure they will cover. I don't think Dan Gilbert would sell it to him. But I think I, I think I, he would get an expansion team. I think he. he okay. I think Nick, by then Nick would be his GM or would be working. As, I, I, think I think he, he would join that team in Vegas. That team in Vegas, Vegas is the team that he yeah. wants. Yeah, I think, I think nah. Vegas is. I think yeah. they've realized think so? how much money. Oh yeah, dude. Why do you think like, we staying cool with Nick? So we got so I can get a cash. Chess players over here. Since, ever since uh, like the hockey team went there first, yeah. right? Because at first you couldn't have a professional team in the gambling capital of the world, right? And then that was debunked quickly. And then now you got the Raiders there. So what's next after that? They're going to put an NBA team. Damn, I, I, think, I, I think they would go Seattle, Seattle, and then Vegas. Oh, nice. Seattle again? Yeah. You know what was crazy? And like that I shit said, is depressing, bro. No, I wish they would the Timberwolves to Vegas. Is LeBron just playing a pro-am in, in, in Seattle? Yeah. He just played in Jamal Crawford's pro-am. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because now, And now you know, like I say, we were just talking about the way he, off camera, the way he moves his militant. You could definitely no see him taking a, yo, I'm going to see property over there. I'm going to figure, yeah, which, Seattle needs a basketball team back, by the way. Yeah. Super Sonics was fucking dope. They I need yeah. something. They yeah, need nah, something. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, not the Mariners. The Mariners ain't it. Who would you Shout say? out to Dennis Shrimp. Yeah. Nah, um. It's, um. That Gary Payton, that's, that's a seven point jersey you want to see. Wait, put some respect on that man's name. Oh no, man. 100%, 100%, bro. He, just, he was I'm the first like Russian assassin. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. I hope he's Russian. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, man. I feel this is kind. Of, this is very biased, and maybe this wouldn't be a great like long documentary or something like that. So don't say episodes. <laughs> nah, it's like a thirty for thirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I a few watch. episodes. Nah, a couple episodes. But um, and I remember being torn on this because it's interesting. Their careers are kind of similar, but. Definitely not at the end, and that's Matt Harvey or Jose Fernandez. Whoa. Two guys. Yeah, you got yeah. some depressing takes, bro. Two guys who came out the gate. And okay, they were, handsome. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like you took two, the darkness wait, away from me. Two guys who came out the gate. Similarly, like I remember they were comparing Harvey to Roger Clemens. Mm. Jose Fernandez was an alien. The guy was from out of this out of this planet. But both of them, like their career ended like at what? People, Jose Fernandez was like twenty three when he people died. People dressed up as Batman. To go watch Ben Harvey. Yeah, Josh, bro. Josh yeah. did. You know what I mean? Josh, might, my, Josh might, may or may have. No, he did. We were talking and about the bat years. We were talking about before about the stars in New York. And shout out to Jacob, Jacob DeGrom, who's been able to maintain just low-key. But you know what? Bro. That's because he's a family man. He's had that establishment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, but he, as great as he is, obviously, most dominant pitcher I've seen in a while, obviously. Um, he didn't have like that pull that Matt Harvey did for Harvey Day. 
You know what I mean? Like it was literally <laughs> nah, absolutely. Was a, bro, I don't know if it was a thirty for thirty, but they did like an E sixty on Matt Hardy. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Like that was. Yeah. They gave him a fifteen minute segment. But, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, but did they? But it include, was sad. It was sad. Did yeah. they include the 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 drug part and all of that stuff? Nah, I think that was when he was still on the come up. Like oh, yeah, had, when he was popping. Yeah, yeah, he yeah was popping yeah, yeah, when they did that. Yeah, one. Yeah, not, yeah. not like the fourth. Yeah, that's one of the most depressing times in Met history. And the thing about it is that it's not like a concrete reason why he fell off. I mean, there's a few reasons. Obviously, just recently mentioned that he was on drugs. Um, but that New York injury, that, that New York lifestyle, and he mentioned he that he said him, spe- yeah, specifically. He right. said that New York like, lifestyle. You ain't Jeter, bro. It's tough to be that. But G- Jeter was actually one of his favorite players. Remember, he caught flack for saying that he wanted to go see Jeter's three thousand hit. Yeah, you know, no, he was mean? he was a Yankee yeah. fan. He grew up yeah, Yankee he was, fan. Yeah, so. Zach Wilson grew up Damn, well, can we can we see a happy? <laughs> <laughs> can we see a happy? What is your athlete? My shit was tough, man, because I I had to fight with favoritism. And then what would be a really dope show, right? Because now I'm thinking about the Jordan one and I'm thinking about the Jeter one. So I'm big on feeding the world, the public, like what they want to see. And obviously one of my favorite. And you're, and you're a capitalist. Yeah, I'm 100% capitalist, bro. <laughs> 100%. Um, but I'm also, uh, football is the best sport on earth. Best sport on earth. It will never change. And defense, there's nothing like defense. And one of my favorite players growing up, the legend, man. Lawrence Taylor, baby. Yeah, that's a great Yo, answer. That's a come great on, answer. man. It's just think about Lawrence Yo, Taylor's we're cool. life. You don't have to do that. Nah, bro. Yo, that's a great believe answer. Believe me, it was a, tough because I'm really between Barry and Curtis, but I was like, Barry, Barry Sanders and Curtis Martin, as much as I love them, they're not having a Lawrence Taylor type episode. Yeah, don't let me, ed- don't let me edit did. that. I'll cut, I'll cut out all the scandals. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah. What Lawrence Taylor did for defense. It's nuts. What you Lawrence say Taylor, that. It's true. All this, yo, bro, he changed the entire game. You know what? I love linebackers. The last like, NFL MVP, that, that defensive player, yeah. was LT. Dog, and the man nuts. did it while coked up. Yeah. Like, you got to look at that's the That's why factors. he did it. Yeah. Nah. Many tries. That's what they say about the 86 minutes. Oh, I, have, I have to tell this. <laughs> Baseball's different. This Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick story. And I want you to continue with your LT. But two of the best coaches of all time. Everybody that came on the Bill Parcells tutelage is a great coach because Bill Parcells is the best coach to ever touch the fucking uh, LT, field. Board. LT is board. a big golfer. <laughs> and I remember hearing this and this was hilarious. So Belichick is the defensive coordinator at the time. And he goes over to he goes over to Parcells and he goes, yo, like, LT was like, no, I'm just letting you know he was 20 minutes late for, for uh for film room, because he was still golfing, and he was like, so Parcells' response to him was, why'd you start it, um, why'd you start filming without him? <laughs> that's how nasty he was. Yeah, you know, and that's Parcells. He's, he's telling, and Bill Parcells is a hard Darth Vader. This, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. He's telling, yeah, also Parcells yeah. once said he goes to him. I don't care what you do the night before. Bus leaves at nine a.m. Wow. <laughs> he's like, that, and he did it, and he was there at nine a.m. Yeah. Nick, Lawrence that doesn't fly. Is a that doesn't fly today, though. Nah, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't well, fly. Uh, with Lawrence Taylor talent? Because, like, we, yeah. we were, yo. I'm just saying with the social media is what I'm saying. Oh, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, you have to worry. Yeah. Like, but, but what we were talking about before, and us two agreed, and I think you guys do also, if you're winning, people put up with that. Yeah. They accept it. Winning solves everything. Yeah. You know that. Winning solves everything. I mean, you're, you're, you're paid to win, bro. Yeah. You're yeah. not paid to be the nice I guy. Just, I just find it funny how the media ends up taking all those qualities and making it seem like this is the reason you won, when really it's like you said, if you win... Thing. You just win sometimes, and then they try to make sense of it by saying, "Oh, well, you got to be this kind of style of coach, or you got to be this kind of style of player, or whatever." Have well, it's also recency you know? bias. Yeah, it's exactly. Always like the next team that wins, like, "Oh, this is how you got to do it." Exactly. That's I mean, true. Yeah. 
when we thought about that. <laughs> nah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. Think about it, right? Like a team wins, and now it's, oh, yeah, we got to shoot threes. It's like, well, yeah. it's easy for you to shoot threes when you got the two best shooters ever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Not every right. team could like, do that. Don't follow Steph Curry's format. Right. Like, yeah, he's an alien. No, he's a freak. Yeah. Exactly. He's an alien. You like, can't you know do what, what I mean? the yeah. Pats did because you ain't going to yeah. find a quarterback that's going to take pay cuts like that. Yeah, exactly. Nope. That's true. Hey, you what, what's your take, bro? Right. Who you got on there? I'm a big soccer fan. Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. He's Perfect definitely going to talk bro. about all the girls he banged. I hope so. I mean, he has a <laughs> long list. He has a long <laughs> list of that. He's another dude who came up like caught the world by storm. Yeah. Prodigy. Dog. Prodigy, yeah. Yeah. Played on the biggest clubs in the world hmm. and has just been And a performed guy who, every time he was on those yeah, clubs. Yeah, and he's been a dude who's like very giving. Like he'll go on vacations yeah. and he'll leave like a 50,000 euro, like 50,000 euros to this wait staff and shit. Like he's a guy who like very philanthropic. Uh, philanthropic. Yeah. And what do you like, think about the whole little issue with the the, the kid ref? with the picture? Oh no, the, the phone. Okay, no. Nah. I saw something else. About Remember, he knocked the kid's phone down because he was angry after uh, after a win. Was it a win or a loss? No, it was a loss. Sorry, angry, <laughs> angry after a win. I mean, like yo, one of the greats. Nah, he apologized and everything, and I said, yo, people don't understand what winners do, right? Like when you're winning, unfortunately, as nice as you could be and whatever, if you lose. And you expected that win to happen, you're in the game. In the moment, you don't know who's holding. You're allowed to be human. Yeah. He didn't know who you was know holding I mean? the phone. Exactly. He didn't know. Afterward, it came out, it was like a kid with special needs and all that stuff. Like, you think he really looked and said, ah, yo, that kid got problems. Hold on. <laughs> and throw your phone on the floor. Like, no. Yeah. Um, but that's why it's interesting you bring him up because I know he's taking a lot of flack for that. But he is one of the most giving people. Yeah. The and- man is... And Yo, dude, dude he he's got, a social media star. Right. Yeah. He got the most followers in the world. Yeah. That's fucking like, nuts. He's though. an icon. That's nuts. Because you were talking about social media. There you go. And, and he doesn't he doesn't do too much. You know what I mean? Like he, he never No, he's just sexy, like, bro. Pause. Like, he's a he's a herb. <laughs> he doesn't you know what I mean? Like he doesn't do like herb shit. And he's very family oriented yeah. too. His like wife is was, banging. I would be he was, he family was, oriented too. He was, yeah, but yo, he was dating. He used to date that supermodel, Irina Shank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, her, and the, uh, her and his mom didn't get along. And he was like, yo, it's it's, it's a rap for that. That must be nice. Yeah, it was rap for that after you know. Nice. After he, <laughs> he's dropping models. <laughs> are you like my mom? I know, yo, I know some dudes like that I wrote with a role model, three hundred million dollar check. Yeah. Like your mom, go to that side of Portugal, bro. Yeah, yeah I keep yeah. talking about the same shit. This is not by mistake. These people become a thirty-eight now. That's what I'm. I'm telling you, we're seeing my age, bro. We're seeing right now with LeBron, Ronaldo, Messi, like Brady. Brady, I hope Brady should be honorable mention here. I hope our kids get to. Well, Brady had his. He had his. Yeah, but you got to have ESPN Plus to watch it. So that's why. Yeah, and the way my bank kind of set up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like what we're what we're seeing these guys at this like late age, like you know what I mean. And when I talk about Barry Bonds, who's took steroids, his head got bigger. Pause. <laughs> it literally did. No. What we're seeing, guys, <laughs> went is like, two yo, sides. This exactly. is, you, we may not see this again. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, talk to a Giant fan who Saquon Barkley can't stay on the field. Mm. Exactly. That's what happens to a lot of... A lot I of mean, I got Anthony talents. Edwards, so I'm not really concerned about much. That's my guy. You know what I mean? I got a question for you guys. Social media king, bro. one question for you guys. He's good. <laughs> He's such clever. You, you saw clever. how, you know, Jeter at the end of his career was, I guess, like in negotiations was treated and stuff, right? So now, how we know this and we see this, like, I'm very, like, especially after the decision, I'm very, like, yo, if a guy wants to leave, just let him go. But then there's also the fan in me that's like, damn, you leaving us? You know what I mean? So it's like, because Bernie, 
said it. I believe uh, Mo, didn't, Mo didn't have that problem, but I think Bernie had that problem where, like, and I remember, like, I wish the Yankees not win the World Series for like, the next couple of years after they, the way they treated Bernie. Yeah. I, that was my favorite player. I like Bernie. Of so, all Yankees, cause, actually. Because like the way Bernie. he carried himself as well. That's why, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? He has, like, boring players, bro. Yo, professional he was, to he, the max. Yeah, he's a professional. That's what it is. Professional hitter, that's really, too. Yeah, exactly. And the thing with the thing with that is that you know G, he, the way he, Bernie described it was like Jeter wasn't gonna let that happen. He wasn't gonna let them. But even in his last couple of years when he was negotiating, so how do you guys feel about like how players are treated at the end of their career? Because there's a part of me as a fan where you're just kind of like, as, even as a fan, I was like, Jeter wasn't always the best defensive shortstop. But at the end of his career, he couldn't. You know, how many shortstops do you? How many shortstops do you know? And they're like late thirties. You know, you don't you don't know too many of those, right? So. That's There's right. a part of you as a fan. Like, imagine right now the Mets, are, the Mets are hot right now, and imagine Lindor was like. It's an understatement. Mets are hot right now. The Mets are hot right now. Yeah, yeah. The Mets are great. A great team. Yeah, great. Not just I hot think right the best now. in baseball. The Mets. <laughs> um, the Mets are a great team right now. Imagine right Lindor. Now, imagine having being a 40 year old shortstop, and yeah. you're just kind of like, yo, we're we're right there, you know. But you know, you haven't. He's hitting in the he's hitting in the two spot as well. You know what I mean? Because the Yankees were competitive those years that he was hitting in the two spot. So. I what, what I guess what I'm asking you is like where do you separate your fandom and also where uh, we're to the point where you're just kind of like all right well you know I get I get where he's coming from he wants to get his bread you right. know what I mean like he he still feels that he can perform at that level I, I think business matters more mm-hmm. but I look at a team like Miami what they're doing with Haslam right like still giving him a chance to play when he should not be nowhere it, in the field it, it, it's his, it's his lock it's his locker room presence that's all because he has he fits the Miami Heat culture or whatever the case may be and I, I see what you're saying but like but with with these guys they want to stay on the field and that's pretty much what the Patriots do with Brady no mm-hmm. they're said like Yo, we're not winning with you anymore or no we're not winning at all with you anymore or we don't see but it was it was, it was like, how, how many years ago was that now Brady's three, three years ago three years ago yeah it's year three with the Bucks that's wild it was the right decision ring. though yeah and the yeah. other one he made a playoffs and he just got they, beat by the I agree Champions. with you Rams, yeah right? but yeah but so. they he they weren't gonna win a ring with Tom Brady and the Patriots I think is that, oh so you're saying okay you know so you're mean? saying like, the system like that the he Bucks were the, loaded the, the staff still the mattered right? yeah. the staff always matters especially when they start getting older like that the people around them make even more sense as to who you have on that team i hate jimmy butler i think jimmy butler's a piece of shit sucker yeah we know that but when i think about <laughs> it that's why you can have haslam still there right because you got these players that can carry a team well haslam mostly checks jimmy butler when he acts out when he acts out and he, he should acts even that yeah. jimmy butler's mad so when you guys separate your, your your fandom where you're like i want my team to do well but then you have this player who's an all-time great nah, you know i separate I mean? like david wright who's your who i wanted to get rid of david wright we've, early we've been bro. through that with david wright we've been through that with mike piazza as well they kept him too long i was like ah, right, yo dave thanks man i'm not trying to lose games it's just been great get the fuck off the field yeah, bro. yeah. the the u.s men's national team had this german coach jürgen klinsman that came yep. over Jürgen. and he kind of like birthed the new style of soccer in the states where what in the past it used to be like if you were a mexican kid that had American citizenship, the U.S. like foundation and the soccer academies, they'd be like, nah, but you're not American-American. Like, they didn't like the dual citizenship. Right, rights. okay. Oh, okay. Where okay. he came in and he helped build the, from like 06 to 14, Germany, they won a World Cup too, but they were like semifinals, finals, like they were a juggernaut. And he started getting the dude that was German and Polish, German and Turkish, German and Dutch. And he's like, yo, you're going to play for Germany. So they adopted that style now where, like, you look at the men's team now, like, Pulisic is probably their best player, plays on Chelsea. He's Croatian and American. 
He's mostly American. Like, if you hear him speak, you wouldn't assume that he's right. Croatian. Croatian yeah, but yeah. he has that citizenship as well. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of players like that. And he once said, because they asked him about, about Kobe and Dirk. They're like, yo, yeah. these guys got these crazy deals. They're making 20-plus million in their last two seasons. And he's like, the biggest mistake in American culture is that you you pay players for past accomplishments. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm there you that. go. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, so you don't think LeBron deserves the 90-something million? No, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron does because LeBron is still a top-five player. LeBron is an anomaly because nah, he's still an average that's 30. That's a little shot, man. But if you look at, but if you look <laughs> nah, at Kobe, I say he deserves it because as, as well, I think business-wise, the pull that LeBron has. But you don't think Kobe in? had that same pull? I don't think Kobe at that point of his career nah, was yeah. that kind of player. And even if he had that pull, he was literally you know hurting but the that's team. That's what it was. It, it, like people yeah. still show up to the park to see Kobe is what I'm saying. So you're, right. You're, I mean, to the, to the, um, yeah, but, he's, but he, was, said it. he, he was, was at a point where he was hurting the team. Jeter, no lie, later in his career was hurting the team. Uh, LeBron is definitely not hurting his team. Hell right now. no. Repeat that. He may not be. LeBron is definitely not hurting the team. Anthony Kelly. And Jeter also noticed. I think Jeter noticed that too. That's why he said, yo, this is going to be my last season. And he, he didn't want to go out looking bad. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. You yeah. got to, bro. You got to look yeah. at it. I, and that must be hard. That's yeah. You just, you spent your whole life trying to make it to this point. And that's how you're at. And I got mad time left on this earth and I'm leaving the love of my life. Yeah. Like Everything this that I work so for as a child. Short, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's long to us as as fans, but as a player, that shit must be short as a motherfucker. He yeah. said it went by fast. He said it in the uh, in, in in the documentary. He said it went by. fast. I mean, people say that their kids growing up, fifteen years old, life goes by that fast. So yeah. imagine being. It a, does. My kid just turned ma- seven. Imagine being in it. But on top of that, I I feel like you can always just become a coach and love. What do I know? You can Nothing. become a coach and love the game. Well, exactly. I think, I think that's what he, 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 he found as his next challenge. He was like, well, let me buy the Marlins. And, like, you know, he became the first uh, African-American uh, yeah. owner, a, base, a, ba- a majority owner of a baseball team. And, you know, Fucking Marlins, it, man. It, it didn't work out like that. I think they made the playoffs in uh, 2020 and stuff. During, uh, that's not his fault. The Marlins have been built season. like that, bro. Well, they they put him as the face of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, the, the point of the Marlins is just to be a shit team for a while. Get some win, good rookies. Win a World Series. Win no, develop. Series. Yeah, they're a farm yeah. system in the major leagues. Yeah. They develop players for other people to like, steal them afterwards. Yeah. And, so, and, 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 and they'll, fit, they'll squeeze in a World Series every now and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand it. Oh, Nick. Fellas, this was a good time, man. Bro. It was. No, no. I want to thank you. Yeah, nah, thanks for coming out. I know you guys. Yeah. To, it was a little bit of a trip for you guys, so I appreciate nah, you. Nah, definitely. Well, definitely. It, we appreciate you. I'm going to say this. Because, you know, uh, these guys know it. I'm big, big, big on consistency and people making shit happen no matter what. I'm here right now. I'm seeing, like, you did it on an iPhone. You didn't give a shit what was what. You gave them content over and over again, and it paid off. Yeah. Right, it's very, very difficult to do this shit twice a week to keep putting out content to go. No matter how much you love it, you can say, "Yeah, but I love it," isn't it? You know what the world tells you outside, right, right. like, and to to still continue going for it when everybody's looking at you like some psychotic dreamer, because that's really what it is. Even our parents don't understand it at times. Like, I'll mention this shit to some people, and they're like, "Yeah, but you do what? And and what are you getting out of it? Enjoyment." Like, what am I going to tell you? Like, I'm doing it because I know where I, where I think I don't want to go, go home right. and just watch Netflix. Yeah, right. So That's for you is. to do this, I yeah. know you gave up a lot mm. at a point where you were just like, nah, I got to put this shit on turbo. Yeah. And your bet became the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it happened. So when I saw your post, I know you were like, yo, thanks. Nah, bro. I read that shit and I was like, oh, my God. I know this shit, yeah. right? Because we do it. And I'm, I'm one of those pain in the ass people. Like, my camera got to be right. My sound got to be right. That stalls you. You just said, yo, I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. I'm going to make this shit happen. So, bro, 
Congrats man, on this. Congrats to you, man. Devil. Congrats to you, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. this sure. is Thank you. this is not an easy task. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I appreciate and, that, man. Yeah, so. I, I legit live my, my life with three words. Get shit done. That's it, bro. I like yeah, that. I For real. I think it's that simple. Like, yeah. I really do. I think we try to make things way too difficult, and it's like, I mean, today I went and worked out, had no desire to work out, but I got to because I feel like it. I've uh, accomplished the task. Habit routine. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm big on discipline. I'm big on routine. I don't take days off because then I feel like I start building bad momentum. Habits. So you just gotta, habits, you just yeah. gotta do it, bro. You just gotta yeah, do man. it. But congrats on everything, so, bro. Absolutely, man. Thanks, well, thanks for making us a part of it, yeah. man. Yo, cheers. Uh, give your social media <laughs> handles. Like... I know, I know, you're not on social media much, but uh, let the people know where they can find you guys, Chetty. You can yourself. Uh, John that, underscore Chetty. You know, AK to Brown Pat Riley. John J O N or J O H N. J O N. All right, let people know that because you spell your name wrong. Um, <laughs> Thanks. At Handsome Island, H-A-N-D-S-O-M-E-I-S-L-A-N-D on every Jesus. single thing you could think of because I keep the same brand everywhere I go. And at Purple Cups and Champagne, the and is an X in case you want to check us out. And F-A the product on Instagram, Twitter. Spell that out because you have a lot of weird things F-A-T-H-E going on your name. T-H-E. Product P R O D U C T. Ah, your email says you different. <laughs> but, but okay, that is true. When I was younger, I had the, I, yeah, I made the Gmail a long time ago. I have the D A <laughs> instead of T H E. When I thought I was cool, but uh, but I, I don't post on Twitter and all that. But I retweet. Yeah, I retweet exactly. a lot. Yeah, Mike I support. A story. A story. I will, I will like your picture and I will repeat. Exactly. Repost. Yes, you know, I will DM your I'm wife. A bit of a social media creep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to the members of the Patreon, Rick Rosen and Patty Suss. Yes, sir. we got new members of the Patreon pledge for the entire nice. year. So. Nice, nice. Thank nice. you. Shout out to you guys, man. And uh, ten dollar and twenty dollar tier, the Fantasy Football League is back. Um, oh, I gotta join. Yes, yeah, sign up for the, the Patreon on there. First place is gonna be a merch bundle and bomber jackets, depending on the tier. So check nice. that out at Veterans Minimum, as you can find everything veteransminimum.com. And no other episode this week. It's just this one, and then we got three coming next week, and then uh, next episode. Well, no, the following week, week one, I'll be in Vegas. So I'll just leave it at that. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Yes, sir.